Hey friends, this is Rochelle Weiss of Faith Fitness Joy and it is episode 17 today. Five ways to keep going when the motivation wanes. In this episode, I am sharing five ways to keep yourself going when motivation wanes. It happens to all of us. You start off strong, you're pumped, motivation's high, and after a couple weeks, if even that, the motivation just seems to have disappeared. This usually happens when you are so close to establishing a routine and seeing results. Whatever you do, don't you dare give up. If you find your motivation waning and need some tips for continuing when the motivation runs out, then get comfortable and join me in today's episode of Faith, Fitness, Joy. Five ways to keep going when the motivation wanes. This is Faith, Fitness, Joy, and I am Rochelle Weiss. Does losing weight or getting fit and healthy seem hopeless? Do you struggle with how to get started? Maybe you're tired of being on the diet and fitness roller coaster or sometimes feel overwhelmed, depressed, and like you have somehow lost yourself in the busyness of motherhood, work, and life. Do you want to have more energy and feel more connected and happy? Do you seek a deeper connection to God? Faith, Fitness, Joy is all about achieving whole health. It is about health of the body, mind, and soul for Christian moms. If you are ready to lose weight or get fit, improve your nutrition, feel better, healthier, and happier, while also strengthening and deepening your connection to God, this is the podcast for you. All right, welcome. So you've kickstarted your fitness journey and you've been on fire for it until now. That motivation you had at the beginning seems to have moved on without you and now you're struggling to keep yourself going. I feel like this is one of those things that nobody really tells you, but the truth is motivation is fleeting and I hate to burst your bubble even more, but motivation is not there most of the time. The sooner you can come to terms with this, the better, because you can shift your mental energy towards discipline and determination. This is why it is so important to lay a good foundation for yourself at the beginning of your health and wellness, weight loss, or fitness journey. I have been dieting and exercising for well over 20 years. That said, I have had more than my share of times where I've fallen off the proverbial wagon with this, motivation fades, life happens, you let enough time pass and the next thing you know, it's been months and now you have to start all over again. Having been through this several times myself, I know motivation is short-lived and that most of the time you won't feel like working out or tracking your food or eating on plan, so to speak. Over the years, I have found some things that keep me going and these are... One, forget motivation. Two, go back to your why. Three, go back to your goals. Four, focus on one change at a time. And five, clear the self-sabotage, fear, or unworthiness. Before I started exercising and dieting, which granted was a pretty at a pretty young age, I used to wish I could just magically get the body I wanted. I used to cry and beat myself up and basically feel sorry for myself that I didn't look like the other girls. It felt so unfair. Then one day, my mom said something that flipped a switch in my brain. She acknowledged my feelings and told me it was unfair and it sucks, but that I just had a different body than my sister, my cousins, and the other girls at school, and I had to accept that. And if I wanted to change it, I was going to have to work at it. Now, this was about a year after my dad had had a five-way bypass on his heart and had to be on a low-fat vegetarian diet. 
So she said she would help me with the diet and that I could use her exercise bike to get more exercise. So that started my first venture into weight loss. Her acknowledgement of my frustration coupled with a path forward to reach my goal lit the fire under me and got me started. I went low fat and started exercising every day. Keep in mind, this was like 1994, so the emphasis at that time was low-fat diets, lots of cardio. So that's what I did. I ate 7 grams of fat a day, and I did 45 minutes on my mom's 1980s exercise bike every day after school. And I lost about 40 pounds in four months. I can tell you even back then, after like a week, I did not want any part of that anymore. But I wanted to lose weight more than I wanted to quit. Fast forward to when I was 19 and I wanted to get the weight off again. Similar situation, started strong, then motivation waned, but I wanted to lose the weight more than I wanted to quit. Then around eight months in, I hit a wall, stopped losing, but I didn't want to go backwards. I'd come so far, gotten closer to my goal. So I started researching more about weight loss and that's when I discovered weightlifting. Fast forward another few years, made more progress with weightlifting, but hit another plateau. I wanted to lose weight and reach my goal more than I wanted to quit. This is when I started learning about diet and calorie intake. Being young and impatient at the time, I wanted results as fast as possible. Enter the low-carb diet. This was about 2002 at this point in time, so I'll let you do the math on which low-carb diet was the rage at that time. I'll just tell you that it was miserable and motivation waned extremely fast. But I started to see results after the first couple of weeks and that kept me going. Every increment closer to my goal weight that I got helped keep me going. After several years of doing low carb diet coupled with a lot of gym time every day, I got burned out. I eventually decided I was going to shift to a quote, normal eating plan. My plan was to continue to eat healthy, but I was just going to add carbohydrates back into my diet. No big deal, right? Little did I know what I was in for. Though I continued working out and eating reasonably healthy by most people's standards, I rapidly gained 35 pounds in about three months. Keep in mind, it took me four years to lose this much weight when I was doing the low-carb diet. Needless to say, I was upset and I lost my motivation for a while. I eventually got it back and basically continued to cycle through weight loss, plateau, weight gain, weight loss, plateau, weight gain over and over for years. Looking back, it wasn't motivation that kept me going. It was determination. I was determined to get to my goal, no matter how long it took. I was determined at a minimum to maintain the progress that I had achieved as I continued to work toward my goal. In other words, I wasn't going to go backwards. This is how I ended up trying every dang thing there was to try. But the frustration and agony of the process disappeared when I shifted my focus from losing weight or looking better to feeling better and being better. While this shift alleviated the frustration and agony, it didn't mean I suddenly had this endless supply of motivation. I still have many days that I simply do not want to get up and work out. 
I still have days that I don't feel like tracking. Yet here I am still showing up for myself every day and doing the best I can every day. So how does one do this? How does one stay the course when the motivation is gone or after cycling through all of these ups and downs? Well, looking back on all I've learned, there are five practices and tips that have helped. So as I mentioned earlier, the first one is simple. Forget motivation. Forget it. First, you have to just completely let go of this notion that you're going to have motivation throughout the whole process. Nobody really tells you this, but motivation is temporary. And the sooner you accept this, the better. You are not going to be motivated all the time. In fact, for the most part, you won't be motivated in that sort of fired up, let's do this kind of way um, that you might have in the beginning. I guarantee you, the people that you see that are really fit and have been doing this for years, they are not motivated all the time. Motivation is always high when you decide that you're ready to start something and then it disappears really fast. Have you ever noticed the difference in crowds in a gym when you compare the first week of January to the second week of January? This happens because we get comfortable in whatever our norm is, right? We like comfort. Change is hard, which is why we generally do not like change. And it's also really uncomfortable. However, change is only hard until it's not. When you've gotten past that growth spurt and established a new norm, This is the difference between those folks that you see who are super fit and have stayed that way for years and those who tend to start and stop over and over. The people who stay fit for years have established that as their way of life. It's part of their day. It's their routine. It takes time to do this and it requires the stamina to keep going after the motivation wanes, which is what I'm going to be going through more in a bit today. We're really excited at the beginning of something like a new weight loss endeavor, for example, because our readiness is super high and we are ready to turn over the proverbial new leaf. There's a sense of satisfaction with ourselves after that first successful day, and this carries us through for a little bit. But then after several days, maybe a week, the motivation seems to have just left the building. And this is probably the most critical point. It's your turning point. It's where you must decide to keep going, even though the quote fun of it and initial motivation is gone. This is much easier, number one, if you go into this knowing that the motivation is going to wane. And number two, having a deeper reason behind why you are doing this in the first place. This leads me to the second thing. Go back to your why. So in episode one of this podcast, I laid out a framework for getting started on a weight loss journey. And the first step in that is to determine your why. So if you haven't checked that out, I recommend going back and checking that episode out. You can also find a post on my blog about this as well if you prefer to read it um, or even just to be able to go back and refer to the information. Um, You can find that on faithfitnessjoy.com. In a nutshell, Your why is the reason that you are embarking on this weight loss or health and fitness journey in the first place. But it's not just, oh, I want to look good in my swimsuit this summer. No, it has to be deeper than that. So go check out my blog or my earlier episodes on where I talk about determining your why if you haven't already done that. If you already have your why, then this is where the rubber meets the road. This is the stage that you start to really need to go back to it and rely on it. 
Remind yourself of all the reasons that you're doing this. Remember who you want to be, how you want to feel. Remember the things that you're fed up with that put you that put that fire under your butt in the first place to get started with this. Nobody is going to add days to your life and nobody is going to do this for you. It is not easy, but it is absolutely worth it. And it will get easier when you reach the point that you have established this as part of your routine. It takes about 21 days to establish new habits and new routines. And in my experience, it takes about another 21 days at least to reach a certain level of determination and commitment that's going to kind of keep you going. Because by that point, you've sort of like invested all of this time in it. So it's you're you're more motivated at that point, And it's like a second wind, if you will, to kind of keep going. So the third thing is go back to your goals. So again, you similar to the why, you want to go back to your goals. This is another thing that I discuss in episode one, how to set how to set your goals. And one of the things I talk about there is setting both long term goals, such as your goal weight or physique, as well as short and interim term goals to track yourself against along the way. So for example, a goal for the first month, a three month goal, and so on. Just like your why, going back to the goals is another important way to keep yourself moving forward beyond that magical first week when you are all fired up with motivation. Similar to remembering um, your why, you need to go back and look at um, your goals. You want to remind yourself of what you want to accomplish for yourself and honor your commitment to yourself. For example, When I talk about goal setting, I also talk about picking a reward for yourself when you achieve it. It's basic psychology, right? Positive reinforcement. This also does a lot for you on a subconscious level because you are sending a message to yourself that you do what you say you are going to do. You honor the commitments that you make, including the ones that you make to yourself. Go back to your goals. You chose them because they are the things that you want for yourself. You can't get them by simply wishing for them. You have to make them happen. You do this one day at a time, one step at a time, and you remind yourself of your goals as many times as you need to to keep yourself going. Where do you want to be in a year? In three months? In a month? I'm sure it's not the same place that you are right now or where you were at the start of your journey if you're further along. Another reason it is so important to have both long and short-term goals is because it gives you checkpoints and reinforcers. When you hit that one-month goal, there's a sense of excitement and you've proven to yourself you can do it. You celebrate the accomplishment by doing something to reward yourself, like those new shoes you've been wanting or a pedicure or whatever. The more of these that you hit and the more time that passes, the greater your investment has become. And this makes it harder for you to just throw in the towel when you have a bad day or a bad week because you have put so much effort in and you have already accomplished things that you didn't think you could do. You're not going to just toss that aside so easily. And if you do, you're much more likely to pick yourself back up and get back on track a lot faster. So the fourth thing is focus on one change or behavior at a time. As I mentioned earlier, change is hard, and we certainly don't make it easier when we decide that we're going to change all the things at once. 
we all get into this mode on some level every new year, right? Like all the stuff that you realize you didn't do or didn't finish over the year floods into your mind, like this tidal wave. And then we tell ourselves, not this year. This year I'm doing it all. I'm going to lose 50 pounds. I'm going to eat perfect. I'm going to work out twice a day. I'm going to quit drinking. I'm not going to have any junk food or fast food. On and on. You get the idea. Even if it's not New Year's Day trap, we get into this trap every time we get ourselves fired up to lose weight or get healthy. We tell ourselves, we're going to change all these habits and behaviors in a few weeks and have a swimsuit model body by the end of it. Now, this isn't our fault. A lot of this gets in our head from the fitness industry. There are tons of these programs and diets out there promising your dream body in X amount of time. They almost all sell the same thing, a diet and an exercise routine. Well, what you eat and getting exercise are certainly important. It is very misleading at best and an outright lie at worst that you can put an amount of time and a specific result on this for everyone across the board. You can't. Everyone is different and everyone is starting at a different place. The other glaring hole in all of these fads and programs logic is that they lead us into this flawed way of thinking um, that fails to address the root, which is behavior change. That is the fundamental component of all of this, behavior change. We don't wake up one day with an extra 20, 30, 50, or even more pounds on us. Yes, it might feel that way, but the point is it took time to gain that weight. It happens progressively over time, and eventually we reach a point of overwhelm about it, and then it starts to feel like we're too far gone and like it's just too hard to even begin to tackle it. And this is why it is so important to make incremental changes over time. You can do this by focusing on a few small changes in food, exercise, and mindset, for example, or you can simply focus on one thing at a time and then add another change and so on. The idea is to change your habits and behaviors gradually and incrementally. As you establish each new habit or behavior, then you take on another one. For example, I find that for most people, it's the food and nutrition that's really the hardest part for weight loss and the more difficult thing to modify and sustain. Most think it's exercise, which I know is also a challenge, and it's it's not easy either, but the hardest is really controlling what you're eating and drinking all day long. So this may be the first change that you focus your energy on um, in your behavior change or in your weight loss journey effort. In fact, I would recommend you start with the food and nutrition first. It doesn't mean that you can't also work on exercise, but if you get into overwhelm, and you find like, this is just too much, like I can't do all this at once, and that's when you may start to get that fatigue around it, then drop whatever else you're trying to change at the same time for a bit. Just put that down for a minute, shift your focus back to the food and nutrition. Or if you're flipping it and you're starting with the exercise, do the opposite for the um, food and nutrition if, if you're really more focused on getting exercise routine established. Once you've gotten yourself to where you've established good habits with your food or exercise, whichever it is you're focusing on, then you can start to work on the other. Again, it's all about making small incremental changes, and you can do this monthly. You can do it every six weeks, somewhere around there. I wouldn't spread it out too much more than that. Um, use when you feel solid in the new behavior as your indicator for when to start working on the next behavior. Or maybe it's challenging yourself a bit more to keep progressing forward. The secret sauce is not to allow yourself to get comfortable. 
It is in the discomfort that we make progress and grow. And it doesn't mean you have to be miserable the whole way along. Again, it's just little steps, little changes at a time. And as you keep building these habits, then you can integrate new ones and you can build new ones in. And the next thing you know, you've made all this list of changes that you wanted to make and, you know, that sort of gung-ho approach you might have had in the beginning. Um, But when you're doing this incrementally over time, you're way more likely to be successful and you will eventually get there. And you'll be able to maintain it because you went about it in a much more deliberate and realistic way. So the fifth thing is to go deeper and clear limiting beliefs or emotions that are holding you back. This can be fear, guilt, resentment. There's all kinds of things. Now, this last one really came into play for me much later in my journey. Like I mentioned, I've hit plateaus many times along my journey, and as a result, I have had cycles of gaining the same 5 to 10 pounds back, losing it again, gaining it back over and over and over. As you can imagine, this gets extremely discouraging, and I have certainly had many times when I've just wanted to give up because it's so frustrating to be keep working for something and you just can't get there. Um, but I can't give up. I simply can't. I've come too far. Um, I've worked too hard and there's too many other benefits from all of this as well, which I talk about in other episodes. So that's another thing to keep in mind. Um, in the past year, as I've gone into deep inner healing, I started to learn this may be due to something beyond just like how I'm eating and exercising and all the mindset components that I work on. Um, I learned about unhealed trauma and past hurts and the role that these have played in keeping me stuck. And I think, I suspect that this is this is at play for a lot of us women, um, and well, maybe a lot of people, period, that struggle with this. Um, but we just don't think about it, and we don't even, a lot of times we don't even realize it because it's subconscious. Um, it can take on various forms, such as self-sabotaging behaviors, like binge eating or, um, maybe you're not tracking stuff or you're you're having that little piece of this or little piece of that and you tell yourself like oh I don't need to worry about tracking that um but all those things add up it it can be things like that um but it can also be something far more subconscious and deeper than that that has nothing to do with your behaviors um where like it could be that your body is just holding on to weight for um due to some of this um, and it just simply won't let it go because of these underlying issues. It's like a protection or like a defense mechanism. Um, so I have found there is something to this after I started seeking energetic healing for myself, uh, after I had done as much of this self-healing work on my own as I could. I took it as far as I could. I've done all the work. I've gone through all the, you know, that sort of painful process of it lots of journaling, all of that. Um, And I've discussed this pretty in depth, this process I've used in episode 14, the seven steps for healing emotional triggers. Um, If you're interested in exploring self-healing, I highly recommend checking that out. Um, It's a really good place to start if you find yourself resonating with what I'm talking about here. Um, So after months and months of working through my own emotional triggers and self-healing work, I was still stuck. I've since learned it was related to things like fear and grief that was tied to past traumas and hurts. And it wasn't until I started working with an energy healer 
that I learned this, cleared it, and started, and I've started to see changes. I have since gotten trained in doing this healing myself. So one, so I can continue to make these improvements and make these energetic shifts for myself. But also, I have found this so incredibly helpful. And it has been so it has such an impact on my life that I want to be able to help others with this. And so I now offer these services as well for others. Um, so this is a very in-depth and broad topic. So I, it's just too much to get into in this episode. I did do a recent free masterclass on this that was called The Connection Between Inner Healing and Health. Um, and I'll be offering that again soon. So keep an eye on my social media pages for that. I include it um, here because you may run into something similar along your own journey. Um, so that's why I was mentioning it. You may be doing all the things and you may be achieving great results from, you know, nutrition and exercise, but you might get to a point and then get stuck like I have where you just, for whatever reason, no matter what you do, you can't seem to lose the rest of the weight or break through that plateau. And it's really frustrating. Um, And it can certainly take the steam out of your engine, so to speak. So if you do find yourself there, don't give up. Whatever you do, please do not ever, ever give up. Never give up. Explore if it's possible that there's something deeper going on and what you can do to clear that um, so that you can break through the plateau or finally overcome and conquer that self-sabotaging behavior that might be going on. I mean, we all have these different things. Um, So just, you know, be open to that if you find that you run into some of this and and some of this is, is resonating for you. So those are the practices and tips that keep me going when I just want to throw in the towel or I can't seem to muster up my own motivation. Um, As I discussed in some of my other episodes and in my blog, this is a lifelong journey of change and adjustment. And if you start with a solid foundation and understand the value of making small incremental changes and just get past this lie they're blatant lies that the fitness industry puts out there like you know oh you can get all this in a, in a certain amount of time and they tell you like it's always a focus on eating a certain way and doing a certain type of exercise and you know sheer will you can do that for a while and you can get results but it is not sustainable i speak from experience i have done it over and over and over again it is it is not certain things like these low carb and keto diets or these extreme exercise regimes where you're, you know, you're doing like incredibly intense workouts um, and that's what you have to do to sustain your your progress, you're going to burn out. You're, you're going to burn out. It's not realistic. You have to um, do things that are going to be realistic and you have to get at the behavioral components of change um, and give yourself the time to make those changes and make the progress and you will make progress and you will lose weight and you will have changes in your body and you will have success. It just may not happen overnight. Um, But I can assure you if you stick with it and do this, it's going to last you and you're going to be able to maintain it. It's not going to be something where you finally get there and then the second you stop doing it, you're going to, all your progress is going to be gone because you're not going to stop doing it because you've built in these habits and you've laid this foundation for yourself. Um, so if you start with this solid foundation and make incremental changes and build on it, you're going to find yourself much more resilient over the course of the journey 
um, than without that. And I lay out a really good framework for this and a very practical way that you can start and continue with weight loss and health and fitness in my new five-week course. It's called Foundations. I have it um, posted on my Faith Fitness Joy social um, media pages right now on my Faith Fitness Joy Facebook page and my Instagram page. It's an incredible value. It's worth over $497. I'm offering it for $97 for the pre-launch price if you get in before May 17th. After that, it's going to go up to $197. I'm also offering a package that includes this the course plus six weeks of coaching for $497. So check that out as well. I'll include the links in the episode Um, description for this episode and they will also be available on my social media Um, you can also reach out to me at rochelle at faithfitnessjoy.com that's r-a-c-h-e-l-l-e at faithfitnessjoy.com or reach out to me on social media for details to get enrolled if you're interested so if you're struggling to get yourself started or stay the course after a couple weeks, please check out these offers because it's designed to help you get going. It's designed to help you keep going. It's designed to set you up with a strong foundation so that you can keep moving forward when that motivation wanes and, and get to your goals. All right, that's it for today's episode, friends. I really hope you find this helpful and give some of this a try to keep yourself going when that motivation disappears. Um. I really hope that you will give it a try and integrate some of this into your life. And please share your thoughts in the comments. What resonates? What do you want to start doing to to make these changes for yourself? Uh, if you want to continue the pursuit of faith, fitness, and joy with me, please like and subscribe. You can also follow Faith Fitness Joy on Facebook and Instagram or check out the website. And if you'd like to pick up um, a copy of any of my fitness trackers, you can find those on my Facebook page. Faith Fitness Joy, or my personal page, Rochelle Weiss. Um, They're also available on my website. So those are some great tools available as well to help you kind of get going with your uh, fitness and weight loss journey. All right. Thanks so much for listening. And I hope to see you all in the comments and on the socials. Thank you so much for joining Faith Fitness Joy today. I hope you found something helpful in today's episode. I would love to hear what you think, so please leave a comment and let me know what you found helpful or what you'd like to learn more about in future episodes. If you enjoyed today's show, please subscribe. You can also connect with me on social media at Faith Fitness Joy on Instagram or Facebook. Check out the blog at www.faithfitnessjoy.com. This is Rochelle Weiss wishing you health and happiness of mind, body, and soul.